1: Live on SENSA. Welcome to Redlegs Radio. Get great value at Palm and Gamble responsibly. For Gamblers Help, call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five
2: eight.
0: Yes, g'day there, Red and Blue Army. Welcome to another episode of Red Legs Radio. All smiles in the studio. Another win for the boys. A bit of a nail biter, getting over the dogs by just the one pointed Ex Convenience Oval out there at Elizabeth. But. My word, we are travelling nicely. We are going to play finals. We've got two rounds to go. We take on the Tigers tomorrow night, which is going to be a wonderful challenge. But I tell you what, it is actually a joy to be a Nord supporter <laughs> right now, yeah. isn't it? My co host, Joe Marciano, nice to see you once again. Cookie, great to be here. And Judge Jacob yeah. Matheson, how are you, Judge?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty good. I've got a bit of a cold, but
0: I'm, apart from that, I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's always good to hear in a tight studio that he's uh, <laughs> brought a bug into the room. But nice to have you. The, the Judge, here he is Yeah, we'll be hearing we a little bit that. from Judge Jacob Matheson a little bit later on. But yeah. time to bring our guest in. He is a welcome re-inclusion to the side. Of course, we lost him to the uh, the dark side, down, is- uh, down the other side of Cheltenham Cemetery there. But he has seen the light. He has returned to the Norwood Football Club, and he is going to play a big role for us over the next couple of weeks. His name is Luke Sermon, and he joins us now. Luke Sermon, welcome to Redlegs Radio. No, thanks for having me, boys. Must be an exciting time to be back in the Navy Blue Guernsey, my man, because uh, things are trucking along very nicely at the moment.
4: Um, yeah, no, I can't complain. Obviously, um, we're going pretty well, but um, just tidy a few things up and hopefully we can launch into some finals footy pretty soon.
1: So, Emma, give us a bit of an insight um, we, oh, from your move from Port Adelaide to Norwood. So we play against you in round 12. We get the Chockeys and then all of a sudden... The come the Thursday, we get the clearance for Luke Sermon to join Norwood. Um, what was going through your mind when you were playing against the boys in round 12?
4: Um, yeah, obviously, at the time, I was representing Port Adelaide and I was pretty keen to, to get the win if we could, and it was a pretty good game down at Alberton, but um, we couldn't quite get over the line. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was enjoying my time down at Port, but uh, Twig approached me sort of a few days after the game, and obviously, I've got quite a few close mates at Norwood, and um, sort of felt like maybe the time was right to to return back home and um, really get back to enjoying some footy. You said
0: that there was a couple of blokes uh, in the opposition side that day who you're pretty good mates with. Were they in your, e- in your ear, egging you on, saying what are you doing, playing in that black and white prison bar, goonsie? Get back into the navy blue, Lukey.
4: <laughs> yeah, there was a few. Com- Sorry, pardon me, a few comments here and there, but um, no, I think I've played them a couple of times previous to that, so. Um, all the sort of niggling was uh, was out of the way and I think everyone was sort of just playing footy. So, but no, it was good fun.
0: You've seen uh, Norwood uh, in a number of different guises, mate. Um, just describe the Norwood Football Club under Jade Rawlings. I mean... We're big fans of him. Of course, uh, he's done an amazing job with the crew. But just from your perspective, having seen the club previously, having seen uh, the Port Adelaide Football Club of recent times, that's a very different structure and we understand that. But you've come back in and you've seen the influence that uh, Jade and his crew have had. Just give us a bit of a description of what you've seen and what you've observed in the last four or five weeks.
4: Um, well, obviously, when you first walk in, the first thing you notice is it's a very structured program. Um, whilst we're on the AFL program, everyone's sort of striving to, to make the best of, um, I suppose, the season. And it's very structured. And I actually probably liken it to when Nathan Bassett was at the club. I wasn't obviously here for that. But um, from my understanding, very sort of defensive-minded and structured football club. Um, but obviously, by the way, was very professional as well. But I think the level of professionalism between the Sanford and the AFL maybe sometimes is overstated because I think, we're a pretty organised football club at the moment. That was the first thing that I sort of noticed walking in the doors again. Jacob, Judge Jacob, yeah. you're on, mate.
3: Yeah, so I've just got a question. Um, so what sort of... So did you kind of re- regret... Like, when you left Norwood, did you... Um, like, did you ever think you'd come back after leaving?
4: Um, I hadn't really thought that far down the line, to be honest, but... Um, I always thought sort of in the back of my mind, you know, you don't want to rule anything out, yep. but obviously I went to support at the time and wanted to truly embrace what I was doing there. Um, but I obviously always regarded Norwood as, as home, and um, perhaps if things weren't to work out at Port, that was always a possibility. But yep. um, in saying that, I was obviously fully committed to Port when I left. So yep. um, hindsight's a beautiful thing, but um, it all sort of worked out in the end.
1: So, Mo, was it a seemingly seemingly in this, um transition between going from port to Norwood? You rock up Thursday training and uh you're you're gonna be playing the reserves that week. Was it, you know, hard to well not hard, but was it a bit of a challenge to, you know, cement your spot the week after to get into the league team?
4: Um, well to be honest, I was sort of just happy to be amongst friends yeah. again. Um obviously I, I did really enjoy my time at Port and was able to build some relationships there, but um no, look to be honest, I wanted to get back to enjoying my footy and I remember the Thursday night where I first came out and I suppose the energy amongst the group was, yeah. was pretty special and I was sort of just rapidly back, so I really didn't care where I played. Obviously, that was the goal, went my way back into the league team, but um, I actually really enjoyed the week that I did play in the reserves and there's a lot of young, talented footballers in that team as well, so it, it was good.
1: And so, talk about that relationship you have with uh, Harry Boyd. Um, obviously, Harry's come on in, in leaps and bounds this year, has been a prominent figure in our ruck charge, and you've come in at a perfect time to give him a chop out a little bit. Um, how have you enjoyed playing with Boydie in the, and the relationship there? And also, have you enjoyed tapping it down to Boydie in the ruck?
4: <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bit of a different look in uh, the Crows game. but um, I think it worked pretty well. It's just a bit of a I suppose, we have between the two of us. But, um, yeah, I get along with Boydie really well. Uh, met him just before I actually took off to go to Port um, and sort of got along pretty well then. But, uh, yeah, I suppose my role is to support Boyd. He's obviously the Premier Ruckman in the competition now and he's sort of developed pretty rapidly over the last 12 months. But, no, nah, and the big fella get along pretty well and um, it's sort of my job to support him anywhere I can.
0: Luke, I want to just head back to last weekend against Central District and the one-point result. Uh, amazing game of football, tough, tight low scoring, lots of tackling, lots of pressure from both teams. Just now that you've gone back and observed that game, I mean, most people would look at where Norwood and Centrals are on the ladder and think that that was probably not Norwood's best performance, but I'm actually a bit of a rap for Central District. Um, was that really like maybe a really good preparation for finals?
4: Um, yeah, I certainly think so. Obviously you play them down there they've got to be tough and physical and they sort of used the, the last deck to their advantage. But uh, I think, you know, from what Twig's been telling us and from what I can see in the short time been here, we're sort of waiting to, to burst out in the big deck as well. Um, we've got some really good long-distance runners and some, some speed players. So uh, we were pretty keen to get down there and obviously get the win, but play the right way. Probably didn't quite, I guess, live up to our, our virtues and standards throughout the entire game. But like you said... Potentials have uh, improved out of sight and they've knocked off some quality teams. So um, it was probably a good little reminder that we need to be switched on for, for all four quarters.
1: And Sermo, tomorrow night, focusing our attention to the Bays, uh, You know, obviously you have your work cut out with you if you're playing You know, as a forward role with, with Max Proud there and they've got some guys like Martini and that can provide a bit of a challenge. Um, how excited are you to, to face the Bays tomorrow night and what should be a massive game for the footy club in what is uh, Air Peninsula round?
4: Yeah, no, certainly. Obviously they got some good quality defenders and I've had a couple of battles with Max Proud in the past and, you know, he's a quality player. But I think one of the things we spoke about as a forward group on I think it was Tuesday night is that we're pretty we're pretty versatile and we don't rely on any one player to sort of get the job done. We've got a number of dangerous tall and small players. So um, yeah, I think as a group we look forward to the challenge and yeah, we're sort of itching to get out there and, and get the job done against, you know, a team that's that's just as desperate as we are. You know, they're playing for their, their season as well.
0: It must be great to be uh, getting back to some Friday night football at uh, Cooper Stadium, Luke, because uh, I reckon as a Norwood player, that is one of the great thrills running out in front of a big crowd on a Friday night.
4: Yeah, I actually really enjoy it. When I first came back from being over in Melbourne, um, there's a big difference between playing VFL, you know, Box Hill or Casey, wherever you are, and then coming back to the parade on a Friday night, you've got four or 5,000 people sort of cheering you on. Um, I think my first five or six games back at the club in 2018 were all Friday night. So I got pretty used to, I guess, um, yeah, rocking up on a Friday and enjoying my footy and winning. So, but um, yeah, no, I'm pretty excited to, to get out there on Friday.
0: I've got one more for you Our captain Matthew Nunn. We love him, but we know he can be a bit of a pest or he certainly was in his earlier days. He's certainly matured now that he's the leader of the, uh, of the football club but I reckon you might have played a bit of football with him uh, back in under-11s at Athelstan. What sort of a pain in the backside was he like back then?
4: Yeah, he's pretty similar, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, on the field, he's pretty vocal, and I certainly found out the first time we played him back in round one of 2021. Had some advice for me when I was going out for a goal, and um, (laughs) yeah, no, no, he's great, and he's obviously... Matured a lot as a leader over the last sort of 12, 24 months and what I've been told and what I've seen since being back. But he's always had those qualities, I guess, in his footy and in his leadership. He's always been, you know, a pretty good mate of mine. And, yeah, we obviously shared quite a bit of the genes together through 18s as well.
0: Luke, we're very, very pleased to see you back in the Navy Guernsey of the Norwood Football Club. We're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow night as well, doing your thing against the Tigers. Go well tomorrow night, and thanks for your time on Redlegs Radio.
4: Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Thank you,
0: sir, Luke Sermon there, our guest, of course, the Prodigal Son returning excellent? to the football club. Has he, he missed the beat? A little bit like Fred Astaire, isn't he? He's, he's picked a good partner, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, picked a good time yeah, to return to nah, the club. So we're on. very super. very excited to have him on board. And of course, he'll be playing tomorrow night uh, at Norwood Oval Cooper Stadium when we take on Glenelg. Now it is EP, Air Peninsula Round. This is going to be an absolute Crack-off. thrill. Uh, It's an opportunity for us to recognise all of the community clubs over there on the Air Peninsula who do a wonderful job in developing all of the young local talent. Of course, the cream of the crop end up playing for the Norwood Football Club and beyond, of course, Joe, we've seen many, many young footballers come from the Air Peninsula and go on to the AFL. Harry, Harry Petty? Yeah He's
1: an EP boy I think Premiership so
0: Premiership player for the D's you've, you've, you, There you are Yeah there Spot on Yeah So we do So we love the Air Peninsula We're going to be uh, There'll be oyster bars Around yeah, the ground Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. how good is that So Fantastic Even if you're not that bothered About the football But you love an oyster A freshly shucked Air Peninsula uh, shut. oyster They are going to be there On the night as well Of course it's the Fortis Guard of Honour This yep. is a wonderful initiative By the football yeah. club Basically every fan You've got to get on the ground At around about 20 past I yeah, think isn't it yep, Pretty much yep, as soon that. as the reserves are done, and we set up one enormous guard of honour that goes almost two-thirds of the way around the ground. Yep. That's our Fortis in Priscilla guard of honour. It's remembrance round as well, Joe, yeah, so we'll be um, just re- remembering all of the uh, all of the great Norwood servants who, yep. uh, who we've lost in the past Those year, so it's going to be a really Huge. important night. We'd love to see your support at the Football Club tomorrow night as we take on the Tigers. Time for a break on the other side. It'll be the teams. Thanks to Paradise Mazda. Don't go away. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. It's a grand
2: old flag, it's a high-flying
0: flag, it's the emblem for me and for you. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. We for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Yeah, doing it thanks to climate, air conditioning and solar and to Palmerbet. Get tackle-busting benefits at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hey, you wouldn't believe this. We only have 2,555 members at this stage of the year. And we're going to the finals, ladies and gentlemen. So get down to the club and buy your membership. Do it online. I don't care how, but we want to get to 3,500. We were at 3,108 this time last year. We are looking good for the double chance. That's at least two finals. And who knows? This could be a premiership year for the football club. So get online, get to the club, get behind the coach, the captain, the recruits set a new chapter at the Norwood Football Club Fortis in Priscilla so uh, get, uh, get down and buy your membership let's see if we can get that up over 3,000 uh, it's time to find out the teams and we do it thanks to, to Mazda is oh, yeah. to Mazda Paradise the great supporters of the football club, and they, yes, yeah, so do I, Joe. And I've got to get mine serviced. I must go and see uh, yeah, Kevy Bu and the team there. Rob Maolo, yeah, um, yeah lo- love all of them. Uh, but anyway, you've got the team in your hot little hand, Joe Marciano. I do
1: squat a twenty-five again, hooky, as per usual. What I will say is, uh, so yeah, five, five potential ins, One confirmed of those, and that's Brody Carroll, who played his first game for the club. That's so great. Round twelve last year. Yeah, so great. Welcome works. back. Had some niggling hamstring injuries and then got concussed early in the year against uh, West Adelaide. So great to see uh, persistence pay off and he's back in the side. Two confirmed outs with Corey Stockdale and uh, with a knee injury last week. We saw him clutching at his knee. Well, it didn't look great midway through that third quarter and Mitch Carroll has been omitted. Uh, Potential ins, Brodie Carroll confirmed. However, Lenny Pascoe, Isaac Saywell, Nick Loudon. And Max Michelani are all chances to come in. I'll quickly run through the side. So the forward line, Bain and Lowe, Conan McLean, and Luke Sermon. Half boards are Henry Nelligan, Ben Jarvis, and Jai Larkins, who made his debut last week. Hookie. Center line is uh, Sammy Morris. Uh, the, the captain, acting captain, Jacob Kennelly, and Joshie Richards. Half backs, uh, Declan Hamilton, Tommy Donnelly, Jed Spence. The back line is Ball, Jack Hurd and Pierre Seymour. Uh, the followers, Harry Boyd, Nick Roker and Jay Rantel. And then your interchange again is from Brody Carroll, which will play Xavier Tranfer, uh, Lockie Pascoe, uh, Isaac Saywell, Jack Kelly, Nick Loudon, and Max McLeod. Not to get Loudon. and to see Loudon's back in, in potentially the squad as well.
0: That's the team. Thanks to Paradise Mazda, and now it is time for. Rolling, 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 rolling.
2: Keep rolling, rolling, rolling,
0: though the streams are swollen. Keep them doggies rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling—it's the rolling best and fairest that Joe and I try and determine each week. Uh, we can chop it, we can change it, but I tell you what—we do every week. It is thanks to Barossa Boy Wines. There is the Lovely. only way to watch the Norwood Football only Club. Only one way. It is with a glass of Barossa Boy Wines. Trent and Jess Birds, wonderful supporters. Second child, I think, for the Birds. Congratulations. Which is very, very exciting well for done. them. So, uh, but I tell you what—even though Trent's got his hands full with kids. He's still making absolutely wonderful wine, wonderful supporters 100%. of the football club. Right, very quickly, uh, who's your top three? H. Boyd. Yeah. So me number one. Nick
1: Rowcard. two. Declan Hamilton is having an outstanding year three.
0: Uh, Nick Rokar for me, number one, going go back to go back-to-back in the best and fairest okay. this year. I've still got Jay Rantel. Gonna, I reckon uh, I, I'd reckon i love to have him number one, but do you know why I can't do it? Why? Because he's living with the coach, and I just <laughs> reckon the coach can't make him no, best I, I and fairest. No,
1: no, no, I think it's, it's
0: fair. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and I've got Harry Boyd uh, sitting in third position. So that's uh, our rolling best and fairest, and we're running with a bet. I've got Nick Rokar, you've got Harry Boyd. Yeah, I do. Uh, winner gets taken out to dinner. Correct. Very that's, good. That's the bet. Do you know what it's time for now, Joe? Judge Jacob Judge Jacob Judge Jacob uh, Your Honour Nice to see you How are you sir I'm good thank you Just a couple of questions For you to, uh, to judge us on You're actually Thanks to Cattle Crash Repairs 45 years in the business, quality assured, excellent customer service, and environmentally accredited. I'm a big fan of cattle crafting. Barry repairs. and
1: Maria Cattle. Yeah, yeah. They had
0: to fix my car once. <laughs> <laughs> my Paradise Manager, of course. Hooky, uh, right, I've got a question for you. Yep. The best coach in the competition right now, Judge, can you name, I'm going to give you three, and I want you to judge for me who you think the best coach is, Your Honour. Is it Jade Rawlings? Is it Jade Sheedy? Or is it Kub Surgeon? Who's the best coach in the competition right now?
3: Well, I'd say Jacob Jacob Surgeon from North.
0: Jacob Surgeon from North. So you've gone ahead of your own well, coach.
3: Not being biased.
0: Not being biased. Yes, well, that's reasonable enough. So there he you go. Judge Jacob. Judge Jacob, one more question for yeah. you, Your Honor. Uh Your Honor. If Norwood makes the grand final this year, who will be the other grand final team, in your professional opinion? North Adelaide. North Adelaide? Well there you go. So no Glenelg, no Crows. Written them off. Just absolute drive by to where are the Crows at the moment? They're in
1: second. However, you have to look at who the Crows' eligible players are. Exactly, it's going to be really tough because they have had to play more SANFL games than AFL games through so throughout the season, and had to play three extra. SANFL games from June 30 onwards. Yeah. So
0: that's going to be tough. They're going to lose a lot once a lot. Uh, once the AFL season runs out. Very good, Judge Jacob. So you've left out the Crows. Uh, one more question that I have for you, yeah. Your Honour. Yeah. Um, what do you think about playing the first week of finals at home grounds rather than at Adelaide Oval? So home and away for the first week, maybe even the first two weeks of the final series. What do you think about that, Your Honour?
3: Well, I think... Adelaide Oval would be a better option because it's bigger and there's more chance of getting more people. If, if it's like at North Oval, you only get like probably 3,000 on a good day.
0: Well, you can get 5,000 into...
1: Atmosphere, though. At, at Coopers yeah. would be nice. Yeah, true.
0: What do you think? Uh, you're, not, you're not the judge. You're not the professional expert here, but I'm interested in your opinion anyway, Joe.
1: Uh, it's a good question. I, look, I think of the players as well. The players want to play on a nice deck for finals, I know. I know that's the only thing that's stopping them, but other than that, I like the idea of suburban grounds for finals.
0: There you go. So, A little bit of, uh, thank you to Judge. Thank you, Your Honour. Always appreciate you. you. Anything for his honour? Any questions? Anything you'd like his professional opinion on? (laughs) No, I'm good at the moment. No. Very good. All right. That's great. So now we're going to move on to. Don't come easy. Words don't come easy to me. It's the Word Association. Thanks to Integrated Waste Services. They are leaders in sustainable waste management, waste and recycling. They do municipal, they do commercial, they do domestic. If you've got something that you want disposed of thoughtfully and environmentally sound... Then you go and speak to the team at IWS. Uh, I'm going to liken right now every football club in the SNFL to Formula One drivers. All right. Here we go. North Adelaide, Max Verstappen. Top of the pops. Going to be hard to toss. Uh, Not without their vulnerabilities, both Max and North Adelaide, but right now they're number one and they belong there. Number two, well, just in my list here, I've got the Eagles as Lewis Hamilton. Yep. Absolute star. Genuine superstar of the caper. However, got to be honest, just a little bit of a fade at the moment. So just on the way on the way out. Going to have to refresh. Norwood, Charles Leclerc. Now, I know that he's had some problems with his car, but he is the next big thing in the competition. He's the next contender, and that's what I've got the Norwood Football Club as. Sturt, I've got Carlos Sainz. Just beautiful. And the most attractive-looking team going around, and that's Carlos Sainz. South. Uh, did you see the crash Zhu Guan Yu? You see that crash he had about I six or seven not. weeks ago? Shocker. Bad crash. And that's South Adelaide this year. Yeah. Crows, I've got them as Chico Perez. Glenelg, Lando Norris, another one of the rising stars of the competition. Port Adelaide, Daniel Ricciardo. Things are going pretty rough, aren't they? <laughs> yep. Central's Pierre Gasly. And West, I've got Mick Schumacher. Right, we're going to take a break. And on the other side, we've got plenty more to talk about with regard to the big game on this weekend, Norwood and Glenelg. Thanks very much, everyone. You're listening to Redlegs Radio.
2: It's a grand-
1: On SENSA, you're listening to Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the
2: Redlegs.
0: You're with Ben Hook, Joe Marciano and Jacob Matheson here in Studio Lumo, 1 King William Street, getting ready for the big game tomorrow night. We have our visitors as the Glenelg Football Club. They're coming to Cooper Stadium and we're planning to give them a right royal hiding. That's what we're aiming for. Hey, just before we get into uh, the next part of the show... Just to let you know, the People's Choice Award leaderboard, I'd have to say... Tommy Donnelly. This is all done. All done and dusted. Tommy Donnelly on 1,083 votes. Harry Boyd in second place, just 389. So he's got a gap of, uh, what is that? 700. S- and- yeah, 694 50. to make up. Nicholas Rokar is there in uh, third position. Jacob Kennelly. Bain and Lowe. Ben Jarvis. Ethan Warburton, Matthew Panos. Jay Rantel. Jack Herd. Round out the leaderboard. There are more rorts in this... Than the Tour de France. Joey, is there?
1: We can't. It, everything's legal. It's the, the city of Tasmania. It's, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you been, want me to do? We've been stitched up. I can't penalise people for
0: getting behind Tommy Donnelly, the big red shed. They should secede. We drop, them, drop the. We should remove the island from the map of Australia. Um, but there is a bit of a plan maybe going forward. Harry Boyd came up with a yeah. little plan that we think might work. Yeah,
1: a bit of a 3-2-1 with the votes. So um, we'll, we'll look to implement that year at the end of year. Um, catch up It's
0: so Choice. That's the People's Choice leaderboard, and uh, we reckon that Tommy Donnelly is going to take that one out pretty comfortably with a 694 vote lead. Uh, right, Joe, uh, you are very good with our one to watch, and we kick it off like this. You're- It's uh, the Appel one to Watch. Uh, Joey's Wonder Watch is thanks to Appel. We're going to be catching up with Adrian Ravish very shortly. Yeah, he is in him. the studio ready to join us uh, in just a couple of moments. So looking forward to hearing from him. Who's your one to watch this week? One to watch this week is Latrell Sumner. Uh,
1: making, what a name.
0: Yeah, making his debut this week from the EP
1: um, and plays for the Lincoln South Footy Club. Uh, Latrell is 181 centimetres, 70 kilos. Uh, he was a standout in the Under-17 uh, Country Championships and showed some genuine X Factor. His performances in those games earned him a spot in Norwood and uh, looking forward to seeing his talent on the on uh, Cooper Stadium on Saturday and he'll be playing as a bit of a, a forward. So there's the one to watch this week, Latrell Sumner.
0: Latrell Sumner. Oh, it's just a beautiful name. A nice name. I'm, I'm excited. to. So where's he going to be playing tomorrow? Forward line. Yeah, okay. Very good. Uh, and from, do you know where on the Air Peninsula he's from?
1: Well, it just says here, uh, Lincoln South Putty Club.
0: Oh, Lincoln Club. South. Yeah. There you are. Yeah, sorry, I, I was... Benny Jarvis, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, you're one of your boys as well. You've yeah. got, got a few Benny messages boy, for yeah. you in Correct. the uh, Sanford Stock Market. Yeah. Uh, right, okay. So, uh, very good. Now, you've got... Uh, you've taken a couple of questions from some members and supporters. Yeah. And I'm going to give you the microphone now just to sort those out.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll put it out to the supporters if they have any burning questions. So, I'll quickly run through them. Uh, John Topperween... Uh, I was, here's the question. I was wondering if the history uh, group had an area set aside for artifacts and photos. The answer, John, is that there will be a museum um, in the Western stand in the mayor's parlor and hopefully have it ready for next year. Uh, this will be a chance to show memorabilia, artifacts and photographs and tell the story of the Norwood footy club run by the history committee to do a fantastic job. So uh, there's that one there. Brad Harris, are we likely to see Harold Boy as a ruck rover again? Well, Lukey Sermon actually answered that uh, with, on the show earlier and and look, we, it depends on how the game's th- um, going. He didn't attend any centre bounces last week, so maybe it was just a little bit of an experiment against the Crows. And Mark O'Neill, what happened to Tom Condon? Now, Tom stepped away from the club and will be playing for Glenenga, Glenunga for the rest of the year, and um, we wish him all the best.
0: Fair enough. Okay, Tommy Condon. Um, Tommy Condon. Uh, well, good luck to him. Yeah, I mean, at least yeah. he's... Having a crack, and who yeah. knows, we might see him back at Sample Footy Hopefully. in the in the next year or two. I'm I'm a bit of a rap for Tommy Conger. He's a good lad yeah. and a decent enough footballer. So um, yeah, good go. on him. Go well. Wish him all the best, and who knows, he might be uh, he might be back uh, someplace, <laughs> some plot, some Let's just take a bit of time to talk about the big game tomorrow night. Yeah. We're taking on Glenelg It's third versus fourth. Um, they've been one of the best sides in the competition over the last yeah, three years, of have. course. Won the flag in 2019. 19. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Brett Hand, excellent coach. Um, they're the number one clearance team in the competition, Joe. Yep. What do you sort of assess as some of the key factors that'll be the difference between a win and a loss tomorrow night?
1: Look, in order to win, I think, I think we've got the leg speed. Um, If we get the ball on the outside quickly, and I think we get first use from Harry Boyd and and Luke Sermon and get it to our runners, we'll be able to get the ball inside 50 quickly and give um, our forwards the best chance. I think um, Glenelg will have to slow the game up a little bit and, you know, kick mark and try and make make sure it's not on our terms. But if we can get a bit of a run on, make sure we use our leg speed and pace from uh, clearances and stoppages, um, I think we'll be all right, get the ball in quickly. I think it's a chance of winning. The difference between losing, I think Glenelg... uh, they're a very good... They're a hunting team. They'll, they'll try and, you know, find the footy and, um, you know, they'll, they'll use the ball and use a little bit of their speed as well. But I don't think they have as much speed as us. So... Um, and they've got some really good marking forwards in yeah. Hosey, Reynolds and McBean. So that's that's always a dangerous thing. So that um, defence is going to be have to be really ready. And it'll um, and be interesting to see how Cole Gerloff goes, an Norwood player, uh, playing against some teammates. So... He's done a few um, tagging jobs in the past.
0: I want your thoughts in a moment, Judge Jacob. So don't you just sit there comfortably and think this is uh, all a piece of cake for you. Yeah. Just I thought last week, under all sorts of pressure, I thought our defence was fantastic. Yeah, they were. Low-scoring game, but it, 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 we only had to make one small mistake and that was a different result in the weekend. He's and won- there was a couple of really important marks and contests that our, bo- our boys took.
1: Well, here's the alarming stat. Last week, only one contested mark inside 50 for Nord.
0: Uh, forward 50? Forward 50. Okay. Only one. Yeah, that's so th- unusual. That's
1: unusual and that's not a great sign. So that means Jarvis, McLean, they just... and It is a combination of reasons. Is it the kicking spots, is it the marking patterns, is it the leading? It's the different thing. So hopefully we tidy that up and um, we can we can kick the scoreboard tomorrow night. Bain and Lowe was excellent coming back
0: though. Mm, yeah, he was an important uh, return. Judge Jacob, what do you think are the key factors tomorrow night?
3: I reckon the key factors would be uh, um, kick it to the forwards first and then... Um, yeah, but basically, just uh, if we can get it from the middle to Jarvis or McLean or whoever's up forward, and um, just yeah, just keep it in our forward line most of the game. Locking
0: hey, in. just very quickly, Pressure. where are we at? And you'll you'll be right over the injury situation. Mm. Where are we at, in particular, with Matthew Nunn and Matthew yeah. Panos? Yeah, so
1: I put out the injury report early in the week. Mitch Cotter's is one to two, so he's potentially a chance next week if, okay. if all going well. Uh, Nunn and Panos are still listed at that two to three weeks mark, but they're re- rehabbing really well. Um, as for, I think, Corey Stockdale with the TBC and same with Mitch Wilkins' TBC. So, look, I think best case scenario, we might see uh, Mitchie Cotter for, uh, next, back next week um, against West Adelaide. However... I think it'll be a first final potentially, Mm. maybe even second final for Noss and um, Nunny.
0: It'll be a really interesting um, challenge for Jade Rawlings to just make the determination, can you bring in all of these guys at once? Are are they going to be... Yes, I know. It's almost identical to last year, isn't it? Is the conditioning going to be strong enough or uh, are we going to have to, you know, maybe phase one in per week? I mean, that's a, that's a really interesting challenge for the coach, yeah, isn't it, is. it?
1: No, definitely. And um, I don't want to be in selection. But again, what we've seen in the past six or seven weeks, eight weeks, is that next guy just steps up. So, yeah. and we've given guys like you know, Nick Louden a real chance to own his role um, in the side, along with you know, Rantel's come of age since probably having to fill that void of, of Matty Nunn. And Kenley yeah. stepped up as well. So And since um, he
0: knew yeah. that I had him as my uh, number, number one, one in the uh, Barossa <laughs> boy rolling best and fairest. Exactly I just not. reckon one thing, guys, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this. I reckon Glenelg are the best ball control team in Correct. the competition. Yeah, now, I think good. Sturt are very good at that as well. But they possess it more than anyone, and I think they're very good at their ball control. Yeah. I think it will be a great test of our, of how good our pressure can be. Yep, if yeah. we can pressure them off the ball and force mistakes out of Glenelg and then hurt them on turnover, I think that's the way we win the game. Thoughts?
1: No, 100%. We're a very defensive-minded team. and That's the way Twig likes it. So, yeah, again, our tackle's going to have to be good. Our, our guarding space is going to have to be good. Quickly getting off the mark and guard that so they can't chip it around. I think that's going to be crucial as well. So, no, I agree 100% with what you're saying. Uh,
0: what did you think about the fact we played on such an enormous ground last week? I mean, Central District as an oval, I think an almost, intimidating Huge. is not quite the right Huge. word. But you can almost go in with a bit of a mindset of, oh, this is just going to absolutely be a lung-busting sort of a game. Oh. Central play it really well as well. They have been right in games over the last few weeks. I think it'll be great for our guys, having experienced that, to get back onto the conditions that they're so used to, Friday night football uh, at Cooper Stadium.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree. And uh, we we, we usually like the big grounds as well. And I thought we really controlled the game the first half, probably second half of the third quarter. We lost our way a little bit and... Just weren't able to stick tackles, and and they got in a bit excited. Centrals, and and then all of a sudden we kicked the first goal, the last, and then from then onwards we don't really hit the scoreboard, and centrals come at us with a couple of quick goals, and we realise, oh my god, we're only six seven points down uh, up at the time. So it was a real weird game last week, but credit to the boys, they um really good first half, but um they're gonna have to fix that up to beat the Bays tomorrow night.
0: Air Peninsula round, uh, just very quickly, Joe. You an oyster eater? I am. Uh, what about you, Jacob? No. No, no, no. I just didn't think they were going to be oh. part of your dietary no. <laughs> choices. I love an oyster. Yeah, 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 right into them. Same. And, and natural, natural, Kilpatrick, you name it, uh, yep. I'll take them on board. So that's going to be one of the big experiences tomorrow night, of course, is being able to get hold of an oyster and eat it. Where do you sit at the footy, Jacob? When um, you're at Cooper Stadium, where do you sit?
3: I usually sit by the race. So there's an area, the area by the race where we all, like the whole supporters are. We usually sit there. So, sort of right the, up
0: that uh, southern end of the ground.
3: Um, no, so, yeah, so where the, sort of, when you first walk in the, like, the race that that Nord go in, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The, the home team's race. I was yeah. also
3: going to say,
1: tomorrow night, so we've got one pre-match function in the uh, Wolf Bus Community Centre with 140 people. So, we've, who's that for? That was for, them, that's just a normal pre-match. Yes. And then we've got the second one running simultaneously because we had such a large uptake at Martini's. Yes. So, we've got two going. and... A, simultaneously at the same time, cause it's such a big game.
0: Right, okay. Well, that is going to be... so. Now, which there's. Are you a, uh, well, I think I'll be doing one of them. I haven't <laughs> heard which one yet. Um, can I just check with you very quickly? There's been a great deal in Glenelg supporters who are listening in. I think they mm. can get two for the price of one in. Yeah, is that so how it works? so
1: their members, we've allowed their members to bring a, a friend for free to, to really bump up the crowd and make sure we have a massive following. Well, not a, not a massive following for them necessarily, but we just have a big, big crowd ready to um, watch what is a massive, enticing game of footy three
0: versus four. Yeah, boys, it's going to be a massive night. I I'm mean, this is sorry. one of the games of the year, and I know that we've played in some really critical games, yep. but this is just one that I'm really looking forward to tomorrow Last night. Last win
1: against Glenelg, round one, 2019.
0: Yeah. Is that right? That's three that years, long? Three years.
1: Two ga- uh, we, we lose to them late in Indigenous round 2019. We don't beat them in 2020 at Adelaide Oval yep. and uh, at home. Yep. 2021, we were up both times. Both lost.
0: Yeah, it mm-hmm. so and then, yeah, of course, when we, were, year, when we one. were two and four, that was one of the round ones one. we, so we dropped earlier in the year. Round one. Right. Well, hands. it's going to be a cracking game. Looking forward to it. Hope you can all get out there uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we are off to a break. On the other side, we're going to be catching up with Adrian Ravish, of course, who is our man from uh, Appel. Appel? And uh, I just reckon we look amazing in our Appel kit. So, going to be great catching up with him. Um, American lad, so uh, he's an absolute ripper. Going to a break on the other side, Adrian Ravish from Appel. You're listening to Red Legs Radio.
2: It's a grand old flag, it's a high flying flag. It's the for me and for you.
0: On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs, legs, legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Redlegs. Yeah, it's the final term here at Redlegs Radio. We're getting ready for the big game tomorrow night. We take on the Tigers at Cooper's Stadium. It's third versus fourth. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, We are in very good form as a team, and we look very good as a team as well, Joe. Very sharp. the main reason for that is because our next guest who has come in, his name is Adrian Ravish. He is from Appel Sports Clothing, And we are, quite frankly, in our Appel gear, the best-looking team in the league. Adrian, welcome back to Redlegs Radio. Thanks for having me again, boys. Um, Just tell us a little bit about your policy, your motto, your mantra behind dressing sports teams.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't don't look good, you don't play good, Mm. you don't feel good, you don't perform good. So our motto at Appel is play out of your skin. Mm. And we go out of our way to make the players, the coaching staff, the supporting staff, achieve that.
0: Adrian, I, I don't know the answer here because I'm a complete novice when we talk about quality of uh, and design but it strikes me that the the merchandise and the uniforms for the Norwood Football Club are of the utmost quality. It strikes me that your kit, I don't know if that makes it might be a bit more expensive but it just looks like it is absolute top quality stuff.
2: Yeah, well what we do specifically for Norwood is, is we've got uh, special uh, material woven just for us uh, so it's not like we just pick something off the shelf and offer it to everyone. So for Norwood, they get the special treatment. <laughs> um, it's, it's micro, it's, the materials, as you said, it's sensational. Mm. Adrian, let's talk about the, you know, Appel is now
1: synonymous with the Norwood Footy Club. And um, we love your work so far and what, what the brand's been able to do with us as well. Um, can you take us back and tell us how the partnership started with the club?
2: Yeah, well, look. First of all, I need to just say thank you to the Norwood Football Club for giving such a small, nimble company <laughs> like ours a go, right? Um, so we were in the in the industry a few years now, and we were trying to pick and partner up with a local club that we resembled with, right? So we thought, well, who best resembles someone nimble who's got a bit of history, though? Mm-hmm. Um, and we met with Dale. He saw that we were keen to achieve some great things, especially in the local marketplace. So previously to Norwood, we were looking after um, the, new, uh, the Newcastle Jets in the A-League. Yeah. I don't know if yep. you guys knew that. Remember that. Um, yep. We currently still look after a lot of grassroots clubs. Uh, so for someone like a Norwood, the um, the standard that they big name. have, the big name, presence, uh, followership, means a lot to us. So we just wanted to just say from the bottom of my heart and all of our team's heart is a big thank you for the confidence uh, for backiness, uh, but more importantly, it's the relationship because I, I think I might have said this even last time, it doesn't matter w- what industry, what what product you're pushing, mm. it's the people and the connection and the relationships that sure. will then deliver the outcome.
0: Adrian, you're looking very fit, my man. Uh, have you been doing a little bit of work under our lead personal trainer, Harry Boyd? Yeah, that's one of the cool things that I really
2: love about Norwood is their arms <laughs> wide open, right? So, when I, Yeah. Well, one values. True, true, true. So they made me feel welcome. They invited me to come along to exercise with uh, with some of the board members and the president, uh, Paul Delio is present as well. And I met Harry. Yeah, Big Guns Harry. Yes. Uh, so I Harry Harold. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at six thirty, we're at the club. Uh, we get to sweat together. We get to laugh together, and sometimes we even have a coffee uh, down the street together. So no, look, Norwood made us all feel very welcomed. Um, the facilities are second to none, especially with the upgrade on the grounds. I mean, sure. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but the screens look amazing. The logos look amazing. Just makes all the sponsors feel and look fantastic. So,
0: yeah. Adrian, you're a footy fan because I'm <laughs> sensing a bit of an American twang in that, uh, voice of yours. Uh, just yeah. tell us a bit about your uh, personal history.
2: Oh, my personal background. Um, originally born in Romania. Right. I was seven years old when my parents shifted to America, grew up in Chicago, um, I was there when Jordan did his three-peats, so um, very, you know, basketball. In
0: Chicago, you were there for the, the two three-peats of the Chicago Bulls.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I was a youngster in, in, in early high school. The town and, must have uh, been crazy. It went nuts. Uh, they shut the schools down in the area because <laughs> the fans <laughs> raided the town for, for about a week, so uh, that was good memories.
0: Uh, amazing. Have you had any sporting involvement since you've been here in Australia?
2: Um, not directly, no, but mm. if I can share with you one cool story. Um, back in the day, I used to be an, a nurse. I was an emergency nurse in America. Came to uh, Adelaide, did a bit of work with the road Adelaide, but I also was involved in community nursing, where yep. I used to go out of people's houses and take bloods, et cetera, from. And I went to this house up in, I think it was in Norwood somewhere. Uh, beautiful grand house, ring the doorbell. The hostess comes out and greets me and says, oh, just wait, let me check to see if the master will see you. I'm thinking, wow. master, master will awesome. see me. Yeah. Anyway... Get invited to this house, take my shoes off, sporting memorabilia everywhere in this house. Never really, I didn't even know what the sport was really because we didn't (laughs) see that in America. Anyway, get to the gentleman's bedside. We do the whole Q uh, identification thing. You know, give me your birth date. Give me your full name just to make sure I got the right patient. And I'm sort of looking, asking him about what's the sport that I see all over you. I had no idea. Yep. Treated this person like a normal human being. Yeah. Didn't. I didn't know who he was. Anyway, get home. I tell my wife the story. She had no idea who I was talking about. <laughs> get back to the office and I tell I'm, the boys. I'm getting excited here. <laughs> yeah. The boys are like, Adrian, have you got no idea that was Sir Donald Braman?
0: You're kidding me. I took the guy's
2: blood. <laughs> I had no idea who he was and um, we just had a good 20-minute human-human conversation and, man, I wish I would have kept the vial of his blood right now because no. <laughs> it would have
0: <laughs> That would been... be worth millions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the...
2: my only claim to sport here in the Australia. God.
0: <laughs> I mean, so, so Donald Bradman, legend of cricket. Yes. They, they even have a medal named after him. The best and fairest cricketer in South Australia wins the yeah. Bradman medal. And just to wrap up the story, I've won it twice. It uh, was well, well, a complete segue, but I thought that was important to get that you in. Get it, so what a story. Yes, yeah, so Donald you know, Bradman.
1: Hey, um... Oh, man, that's, a, that's an unbelievable story. Seriously. About me
0: winning it twice? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hookie, <laughs> yeah. hookie. Hookie, I never doubted you. You know that. I never
1: doubted you. Um, Adrian, you, you wear a few caps as well. You're a yeah. bit of a businessman yourself. F, FRP Capital, talk us through. Oh, well, thanks um, for asking there. that.
2: Yeah, well, look, Appell is owned by FRP Capital. Right. So, so, FRP Capital, in essence, is a private equity firm, right? So we've got a few uh, business interests, Appel is being one of them, Yep. hence why I'm here today. Uh, but FRP Capital has a massive property uh, interest, so we own uh, six centers, shopping centers uh, around the country. Fantastic. Uh, we put together a syndicate where investors put money in, uh, and we, we, we buy assets. Uh, we've got an, another small interest in an, a small boutique accounting firm. Um, but yeah, property is, is the big cash cow. We do the whole Appel thing because most of us at FRP Capital... Uh, there's three directors. I'm one of them. They love sport. Okay. Uh, they're sport fanatics. Uh, for me, it's the it's the identification that sport is the glue that holds community together. All right? So that's why we're passionate about um, grassroots sports. We've actually got some capital. If anyone's out there listening and wants to speak to us a bit more about what we can do for your local club, love to speak with you. We've got some capital we want to throw back into the community sports. Uh, Happy to, to have that conversation offline if anyone's keen.
0: I tell you what, tomorrow night we're going to try and give away a 2021 Guernsey signed by the 2022 men's team. All you need to do is purchase... Some Norwood Footy Club merchandise at any on-site outlet between the 9th and the 12th. So it's the 11th yep. now, isn't it? So do it tomorrow before the game. You go in the draw to win a 2021 Guernsey, a Pell Guernsey signed by the 2022 team. It'll be announced on game day at the end of each quarter. Uh, the nice. end, And the Footy Club shop, it's open Today until 5, so we, you've missed that, unfortunately. But on game day, it'll be open from 10 o'clock tomorrow morning right through till 3 o'clock, and then 5 o'clock until the end of the game. Adrian, thanks so much for coming yeah, in. Man.
2: And tomorrow, if you want to check out, we've got, we've got a big, a truck at the front of the grounds. Uh, you can't miss it. It's decked out with APEL signage. signage. Um, Come say hello. Get Brilliant. We'll Adrian
0: do. Ravish, our guest, of course, Thanks, uh, from Appel. So good to have Adrian on board. So good to be at the footy tomorrow night because we've got a Looking massive game it. against the Tigers. Looking forward to it tomorrow night. Thanks very much for your company on Redlegs Radio, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night at the footy. The team we love, the team of the Red